Welcome to Lawyer Business Advantage. This podcast is dedicated to helping attorneys earn more money, get better clients, and spend more time with family. I'm your host, Alej Yajnik, founder of Law Firm Success Group. Smart business guidance for small law firms begins in three, two, one. And it's my pleasure to welcome to Lawyer Business Advantage, Travis Lee, the owner and president of 3D Mail Results. Travis, thank you for joining the show today. Hey, thanks for having me today. Glad to uh, come on and hopefully give some words of wisdom with a, you know, maybe a fuddy-duddy old marketing strategy that, you know, still has quite a few legs left in it. <laughs> so I don't know if you know this, um, but I've actually been subscribed to your mail list for several years. I'm a big fan of lumpy mail and direct mail and what it can do for a business. So really happy to have you on the show today. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit, um, you know, about 3D Mail Results? Yeah. So we are a direct mail, mail house and fulfillment company. So at our core, we send anything that needs to go on paper, in print with ink and paper through the mail. We do. We specialize in what you call, you know, the lumpy mail stuff or the 3D mail stuff. And I've got some examples here. I'm sure we'll get to, you know, we've got some, we use some fun envelopes and we use some, you know, fake express envelopes, you know, so, um, what, what what it really boils down to is it's direct mail that looks different than everything else your prospect, recipient, whoever it is, is usually getting. And it's that pattern interrupt in the mailbox. So remember back in the day, this was, you know, in like the 90s and the early 2000s, and yeah, we'd get some email, but we would get a ton of junk mail. And you'd open up your mailbox, and it was just overflowing with, with mail, and you'd throw away most of it. Well, I don't know about uh, well, I don't know about you, Travis, but I now look at every single piece of physical mail that I receive, and I'm much more likely to hit delete on an email newsletter than I will to not open a piece of my mail. You, you are 100% right. So around 2008-ish, we saw a real drastic change, and you can imagine what was going on at the time, in, peop- in businesses putting mail into the mailbox. You know, So to your point, think of all the credit card offers you received pre-2008 compared to now in the mailbox. I was way less credit worthy in 2007 and 2008 than I am now. And I got five times as many credit card offers back then, right? And so and so it's 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 commercial mail, but then it's also that that personal mail, right? So it hasn't really hiccuped like the wedding card industry yet. But think about you don't get birthday invitations anymore in the mail. You get them on Facebook or you get them in a text string. Uh, you, not very, you know, com- again, compared to 10 or 15 years ago, hardly anyone sending checks by mail, right? So you, you don't send your check in it, you go online and you pay it online. So it is actually a great opportunity to be in the mailbox. Um, combine that with everyone who has taken a whole lot of that money and moved it over to digital. And now you've got everyone fighting for more space, less space and more money over here. And there's more space over here. Yeah, I totally agree. And, and and as an attorney, I'm not one, by the way, but but I'm, my clients are and the listeners of the show certainly are. So as an attorney, they might be thinking, oh, no, I don't want to see, you know, on the postcard with my picture on it showing up in the mail. So give us some tips on how attorneys can really use direct mail today. Well, I have a couple examples here, like I showed you. Uh, we'll kind of go, go at them a little bit more. The biggest thing, like I, like I showed this one. So we have these 
fake express envelope. Sorry, my little green screen is hiding that in. There, oh, it's okay because we actually don't broadcast in video. It's just an oh. audio. So oh. you can describe it in detail. And everyone's I'll do that then. I'm, I'm just assuming <laughs> we are with the Zoom. Uh, so we have these fake express envelopes and they're made to look like a FedEx or a priority mail envelope, but they still go at a regular first class mail rate. And so when these things show up in the mail, it is so different than everything else that they're getting. So put yourself in the mind of your prospect. And so the, the example I just gave with these express envelopes is for a um, criminal defense attorney that we work with. He goes and he gets in his various counties and jurisdictions, he goes and gets the daily arrest records of everyone who got a DWI. Well, he's not the only attorney doing that. In fact, there could be half a dozen, a dozen, two dozen, who knows how many in any given county that are doing the same thing. Most of them are showing up with a number 10 wide envelope with a window so the address can show through. It's got an indicia in the upper right-hand corner, and it's got their, their, their firm name with the, uh, you know, the laws of justice scale uh, logo that every attorney has, right? And, and that, now they get like eight of those on the third day. Because everyone takes a day to process it, day to be in the mail, then it shows up in their mailbox. Well, now you show up looking completely different. And so after like the first two of these envelopes that all look the same, the cat's out of the bag. He knows what every single one of them is. So now he starts chucking them. But these other ones that look and act and feel different, I mean, these things even have a glossy feel to them like a, like a FedEx envelope does. And so when those things show up, it is so drastically different. It interrupts the pattern that they are curious enough to open it. And when you think of marketing, any message, any marketing message, I don't care the media, online, offline, TV, radio, billboards, yellow pages, I don't care what you're doing. The biggest hurdle we have is getting that message heard, read, or listened to. And so if the envelope goes in the garbage unopened, we can't have our message seen, heard, or read. So that's the biggest goal of what we do is we make sure the direct mail is read. Yeah, and that and that is absolutely the key to doing any of this. Um, and you talk about the three pillars of direct mail success. Uh, what are those three? Yeah, so we'll kind of briefly go over them, uh, but it's really like a three-legged stool. And so one without the other two, or if there's one shorter than the other, it makes it really tough to sit in. And so the first thing you have is your mailing list. That's where you need to start because the other two things are completely dictated by that mailing list. Uh, so I gave you the example of the criminal defense attorney who mails a DW, a person who was arrested for a DWI. Well, that's a perfect list because that person needs representation. And so we're not shouting out into the dark distance, hoping somebody with a DWI comes calling. So we can really micro target, uh, but we can do the same thing with, uh, estate planning attorneys. Uh, so there are times in life where an estate planning attorney's message is going to be better received than other times. So if you've just had a kid, if you've just bought a house, if you've just been retired, those are all trigger points where now your services are more likely for that person to say, yeah, I think I need that now. We had the kid, we, we, you know, we, whatever, we're in a new home. Um, so that's the first thing is that list. The second thing is your offer. So what is it that you want them to do? Now, this is where I see a lot of attorneys, I don't want to say wimp out, but they wimp out, <laughs> right? <laughs> they default to, hey, I'm an attorney in ABC XYZ industry. I don't care what it is. Give me a call and we'll schedule a consultation, right? And so they've got these offers that are 
fairly big leap offers for most of the people that they're trying to mail. Now, we can get into the nitty gritty down in the weeds about where I would go with a consultation or where I would go with maybe a lead generation offer. But the bottom line is you need a compelling offer. You need something that entices them to react. And then lastly is the third one, which is the creative. What do you send? What does it look like? Is it an express envelope that I described? Is it a postcard? Um, you know, different things require different creative elements. So again, if you're using you know, public data records of foreclosures for the week, you have to show up different than everybody else. So you're lit that. So going all the way back to the list, the list dictates the creative. Yeah. And, and what's really interesting about that is if any of those three things are off the list or the offer or the creative, you know, you're going to get less than stellar results or maybe no results. And everyone always wants to talk about the creative because it's cool. Like they love the priority envelopes or the lumpy mail or the, these clever ideas. But so many times, you know, having that really good list is an absolute prerequisite. And then having a really strong offer, you hit the nail on the head when you say, you know, they usually just offer, call my office and we'll set up a time to talk. That's okay. But that's not going to really generate the response that that you probably want when you're doing this. So Travis, if I could, can you just give me an example of a, just a, a screaming offer that uh, that you've seen attorneys use in the past? Yeah, well, you know, so you, I mentioned that the consultation might not be the best for everybody, but it really depends on, again, it goes back to that list. So if I have a, if I'm a DWI attorney and that person needs to be in front of a judge in 14 days, 21 days, depends on the state and the county. If I'm a, if I'm being sued by Discover Bank for not paying my bill, I have got, you know, I've got to be in front of a judge in 30 days or 45 days or the garnishment's going to start. Well, so for that person, an offer of a free legal consultation might and very well is a good offer for that person, right? Because there's a need right here and right now, but there's because there's that runway is just so short. Well, let's use our, our estate planning attorney again. Well, now that person, until like the hearse is backing up to the door, there's no like immediate need, right? In, in most people's minds, right? Um, you know, the the biggest, the biggest thing that I hear attorneys complain about is everyone just seems to drag their feet. They're too slow. They don't want to move along, right? And so, and it's for that very reason, because the hearse is not backed up to the door, right? So what are some good offers for that? Pre-COVID and now we, we, still, we still see lunch and learns work very, very well for that kind of stuff. A free book offers. Uh, a book reader is a great prospect. Um, it shows a level of... of not ingenuity, a, a level of you know wanting to come in and learn more. And an educated buyer, as we all know, is a good buyer. I see you've got your book up there, so you obviously think that book marketing is a great way to do this. But the you know the 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 thing that you want is what my mentor Dan Kennedy says: is to not build the bridge too far. You need to have that offer that is comfortable for them to say yes to, but not so far away from you that the yes doesn't mean anything yet. So it's that kind of this yin and the yang. So you got to really think about what can I put forward? And again, I'm a big believer in information first offers, books, pamphlets, all kinds of stuff. I've heard when it comes to those initial offers, uh, something to keep in mind is your initial offer should be something kind of like a piece of candy. It should taste really good, be super easy and be kind of short. <laughs> That's a great way to put it. So I, I told you about my DWI attorney. He actually sends his, It's we call it a book. It's barely a book. It's more of a booklet, 
but we send it along with his mailing for an offer of a free, I don't know what it is, 45 minute consultation or whatever it is. So we're showing up differently by using a envelope that no one else is using. We're giving them enough of the taste of the apple, if, but to use your analogy, enough of the enough of the lick of the candy with the book. We, you know, we tell them these are the things you should know how should know what's going to happen, but we don't necessarily tell them how or what or when or anything like that. They're a more educated buyer. And now we're able to, to your point, give them that little lick, that little taste. I think that's a great analogy. Very cool. We're going to talk about you know what the expected cost range of this could be, but also more importantly, what the return on investment has been for some of your clients. Before we get into that, though, I just want to mention everyone, look, if you're trying to grow your law firm, you're going to need some time. And it can get challenging, as we know, to hire that first attorney or that first paralegal. And so if you want to just kind of dip your toe in the water, um, consider contacting Get Staffed Up. They're a sponsor of the show. I refer clients to them all the time. They've placed a bunch of admin assistants with law firms across the country. They're founded by lawyers and they work only with lawyers. So they know how to make the virtual assistant experience really work well uh, for firms. So give them a call if you're interested. Their founder has been a guest on the show and he still runs his own law firm with 11 attorneys and they're they're supported by Get Staffed Up as well. Uh, you can check them out at getstaffedup.com. So Travis, talking about you know, cost, because this is looming in attorneys' minds. I know as you're listening to it, they might be thinking, oh my God, there's no way I could afford something like this. Sounds really cool. And then they oftentimes forget that when we're talking about cost and marketing, we're really talking about return on investment. And so talk to us a little bit about, you know, maybe a couple quick case studies on ROI for some of your clients. Yeah. So, and I'm glad you phrased it like that. So many people say, what's the response rate? What's the response rate? And that's a good number. It's an okay number. The return is the most important number, right? So if we're a personal injury attorney and we're getting in six-figure fees at the end of a trial, that's a whole lot different metric <laughs> than a bankruptcy attorney who might be collecting $3,500 to $5,000 per case, right? So the metrics for any one business can vary. You, know, you need a 0.01% response rate over here and you need a 4% response rate over here if you don't know the difference, those two numbers mean nothing. So what we go for, so we do a lot of uh, uh, personal injury attorneys. We do a lot of bankruptcy attorneys because of the public data that I mentioned that we are able to mine and get and mail on a daily basis. And our goal is to get a four to one return on investment on the initial sale of the product, whatever it is that we're offering, right? For most attorneys, especially the ones that we deal with, by the time you back out their costs of servicing that client, they're making money at a four to one rate at a minimum. So that's kind of our bare minimum goal. And then we tweak and measure from there. So, um, you know, we've had clients that have started around three and a half to one, and that was okay. And then we get up to five or six to one. Uh, the, the, the attorney that we do the booklet mailing for uh, is typically up in those ranges. And that's what you're looking to do. So, you know, if you wanted to put some sheer numbers to it, most of the mail that we send out is between two to $3 a piece. Um, depending on what you're mailing out. Again, this is all relative to the to the attorney and what the fees are and what your what a lifetime value is. Um, you know, a lifetime value for a bankruptcy attorney is going to be different than a estate planning attorney in, in all in all likelihood. So you've got to take that into account as well. Again, for the most part, you can get out in the mail for between two and three dollars with some stuff that looks very, very different. Um, even less than that. I mean, we have some pieces that do very, very well that are under two dollars a piece out the door. And that includes postage. 
Keep in mind, we're at a 58 cents for a postage stamp right now. So you're looking at a quarter of that price being just getting it delivered. But again, that is a really, really effective rate to get in front of your ideal prospect or client. And if you juxtapose that against the ever-rising costs of pay-per-click, of social, of all that stuff, I mean, I hear of bankruptcy attorneys paying $100, $200, $300 per lead online uh, because they've got to outbid their competition. And that's, you know, if the math works, the math works and it's sustainable. But with direct mail, there's just less competition right now. You're not left to the whims of a ad, ad approver at Facebook saying that your ad is now offensive for whatever reason. You can go ahead and almost make your money in the dark because no one else is going to see it. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And you know, the challenge, though, I think with setting up a direct mail campaign, there's just so many opportunities to fail if you're not an expert already at doing this. Just the prospect of creating a really good list. One that most attorneys don't know the first way even how to get the list of names, or they might create the wrong list, or it might be stale, or they don't know how to buy a list. Then crafting the offer. That offer has got to be, it's part science and part art. And maybe a little bit of voodoo experience thrown in there. So it's, absolutely it's hard to do that. Um, and then, of course, the creative and the format. It's really good to have someone with, with who has experience doing this kind of thing. So tell me a little bit, little bit about how you work with attorneys in those all three facets of, of direct mail. Yeah. So we do a couple of different things. Um, obviously, with the public data record stuff, we're in many cases able to mine that. So when I'm talking public data records, I'm talking the arrest records, the foreclosures, the civil suits. We have a handful of uh, family law attorneys. We mail the respondents of divorce uh, on the divorce side of, of dissolutions, things like that. So we can often help with that. If you're looking for the those life marker events that we spoke about. So I want new, new moms and dads. I want new homeowners. Um, we can help with that as well. Now, those are a little bit different. The other ones, we're actually going typically to a county or state website and finding the data and, and, and putting it into a spreadsheet. The other stuff, we're going to a, a mailing uh, source. So we're a, a list wholesale broker. We go and find the proper list for you. And now we get 1,500 new mothers and fathers in, in and around your area, something like that. So we can help with that. Uh, so you got your list offer. We can help with that as well. Uh, we have consultations. I, I, as I've said, we've got some programs where we plug and play. So here's the bankruptcy letter. Here's Here's what we can do. And then all along the way, we have tested offers along the way. So we've got a pretty good idea. So it is self-serving, but that's what we do. We help with we help attorneys get their direct mail out the door. But if you concentrate on those three things, you can put together one with you and your team relatively well. Uh, I've got clients who pull their own data, who send their own mortgage client, uh, send their own um, uh, foreclosure letters, and they're able to get it going like that. So biggest thing is be committed to it, test it, try it, and just be different than all the other attorneys out there because you got to sit in your prospect's shoes and imagine what they're seeing as they're getting your stuff sent to them. As Seth Godin says, you want to be the purple cow. And if you don't yeah. know what that is, look it up. There you go. <laughs> Travis, if people want to reach out to you and, and learn more, what's the best way for them to do that? Yeah. So I actually put together a quick little website for them. If they want to go to directmailforattorneys.com, Com, all common spelling, directmailforattorneys.com. You can actually get some of the samples we talked about. I'll give you a copy of my book, The Three-Step Process to Direct Mail Success. So I'm leading with information. So we we uh, 
we also do what we teach. <laughs> right? Yeah, and it's a good book, by the way. I've gotten it and I've read it. Oh, great. Thank you. Thank you. So you'll get that. But what I think your your listeners would like most like is we actually put together 10 different samples of what we're doing for attorneys right now in the mail, things that are working, things that are getting results. So it's directmailforattorneys.com. Super. Travis, thank you so much for being on the show. It's great to finally chat with you after, yes. after these past few years. Thanks again. Thank you so much. It was great talking with you. Everyone, that is Travis Lee, owner and president of 3D Mail Results. And that's a wrap for this episode of the Lawyer Business Advantage podcast. One thing that would really help both us and other new potential listeners is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in to listen. And I want to hear from you. So connect with me on LinkedIn and let me know what you think of this episode. And if you are a solo or an owner of a small law firm, and you're looking to earn more money, attract better clients, or reduce your stress, we would love to talk with you to see how we can help. Request your free law firm assessment by visiting lawfirmsuccessgroup.com. Again, that URL is lawfirmsuccessgroup.com. We look forward to talking with you soon. Thank you for listening. My name is Ale Yajnik. Until next time, remember, you can seize freedom. You can embrace happiness. You can build your perfect practice.